to one thing about, about us. us. Yes, we're back. We are. We're in a we're in a posting pattern. Yup. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Totally. Of season two. Of season two. Let's go. As two people with two seasons and three episodes, it really makes me feel uh, like a podcaster. I love that. Yeah. I love it. And you mm. know what also is crazy? Mm. As if the today wasn't crazy enough. Mm. The second we start recording, I get a text message from Lily Dabs, my Same roommate, friend. my best friend. Who's in the house right now? In a room away. She said, Katie, in all caps. Uh-huh. Sure enough, Dive Studios just posted Mark's teaser for my Marky. Let's go. Dang. So now I'm going to have a podcast of Mark to listen to. Oh, fun. That's exciting. Speaking of, I went out to, well, first let me do a little kombucha ASMR. Nice. Guys, if you're not on the kombucha wave. Oh, fuck me. Oh, oh. No, we're good. She almost spilled it everywhere, but we're yeah, good. Yeah, I did. If you're not on the kombucha wave, Get, I have one thing to say. Ride it. I have one thing to say. Yeah. Get over it. Oh, like, you're mad about it. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, okay, I'll let people get away at this point with like, oh, I'm not like a sparkling water person. Okay, whatever. I find that very annoying, actually. I mean, I find it annoying too, but like I'm, gonna, I'm allowing myself to get over it. Because uh-huh, yeah. maybe they don't drink like any soda or anything. Like, whatever. Like, maybe. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Kombucha? It will change your life. I think just grow up, you know? I agree. <laughs> I agree because it's a yummy little drink. Yeah. And it will literally make you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Have a little stomach ache, which we all have. Everyone. Most of us, if we live in America and you grew up eating trash garbage yeah. all the time. Yeah. Have a little booch. Quick fix. It'll make you feel so much better. You really are like the booch quick fix girl. Like you'll have one and be like, everything changed. Pam <laughs> said it cleared her brain fog. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I am drinking the wrong booch. <laughs> For I me, it is a just little, a little beverage. I'm sure a little bit of it is like the placebo of it all. Gotta be. But, but if okay a placebo works, it's not a placebo. <laughs> there you go. If it true. works, it works. If it works, it's medicine. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's crazy is I remember I moved to Nashville and my friend started drinking it. I was like, what are you drinking? And mm. she was the same as me. Her name is McKenna Runyon. She's one of my dearest friends. I love her so much. <laughs> you out the full government name. She, she's the best. Okay. She, everyone should <laughs> look her up, <laughs> follow her, and be obsessed with her as well. Yeah. Um, but she was like, health aids. They should have been giving that girl money. Like she, <laughs> We um, passed her to church together, and she was getting like everybody in the church to drink this oh, kombucha. I'm like, they should have literally paid her, because now... Think of all the money I spent on it because of her. True. And now we're on a podcast and I'm telling it to the world. What in your life do you feel like they should be paying you for? Because you just ride for that brand so hard. So hard. Oh my God. Okay. Honestly, I feel like kombucha is one. Yeah, totally. Like I, I would give it, I would like do any of them. Like yeah. any of the brands. I'm not like stuck on one. Like yeah. if any of them were willing to pay me, I'd be like mm-hmm. on it. Perfect. I'm mm-hmm. going to, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, another one. Okay, this isn't for me, but Lily's should be Carmex chapstick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She would die for that stuff. Like 100%. That's good. I um, have like a fixation on candy cane flavored chapstick, which is typically mm. only seasonal. But when it's Christmas time, I buy a case of 40. Perfect. And I have I literally have it right here. I know. I see it. It's I'm September. It. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I also, this is like an LA thing, but Yeasty Boys Bagels. Oh, you love Yeasty Boys. I love You said there's going to be a Yeasty Boys bagel, bagel truck at your wedding. Yeah, that's, and there will be. That's a dream. There will be. That is such a dream. <laughs> be so good. I went to a wedding where like, at like midnight or 1am, they just brought out like vats of empanadas. I was like, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I love that. It was genius. I Refeed that. people. That's incredible. Right, please answer the question. Sorry. I I'm trying to think of somebody else. I mean, something else. Yeah. 
But I can't, I mean, I'm obsessed with things, but what's something else that I'm just like? I'm trying to think on your behalf. I'm really... I mean, you do ride for the booch. I do. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I like go all out for, but honestly, it's that. I don't know. I feel like Lily has more like identifiable, like specific flavors of vitamin water. Exactly. Like she would never give it up. Yeah. I feel like I'm very much like, I'll hop around for anything. Yeah. What's your Starbucks order? Even that is changing. Mm, I have a couple. See, normally it's an oat milk latte. Yeah. Which that itself, I would die for. <laughs> but that's yeah. not a brand. No, you know? correct. Yeah. You and like every other woman in America. <laughs> true, yeah. true, 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 yeah. true. I have those specific things that I'm like, I would do anything for this thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like one to like stick to a specific brand. Mm. I'm most of the time like whatever's cheapest or most convenient. Mm. So whatever that may be. Um, but then the other day I went back to a salted caramel cold brew. No, what is it? The salt? salted caramel cold foam or this uh, uh, cold foam. The salted cold foam is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Zadrian's listening to this and ripping her hair out. <laughs> Zadrian's a Starbucks barista. Um, yes. Yeah. And then I will say, so it is fall. It is. Oh Autumn. my gosh, it is. I just bought a cinnamon broom today from Trader Joe's. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Um, so we talked about this in our recent podcast. We're summer gals. We are. So I'm kind of sad. I'm a little sad. I'm only sad because it's getting darker earlier. Exactly. Oh, it's so awful. Yeah. So um, a few weeks ago, I was going to the beach and it was the day pumpkin spice made its comeback. Pumpkin spice. So me, <laughs> spice. So me and my friends were driving to the beach. And we stopped for, like, a little pick-me-up because, like, we're in L.A. It took us, like, an hour and a half to get to the beach during Uh rush hour. Like, we were just, like, we need energy. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's pumpkin season. I'm going to get a pumpkin foam cold brew. I think that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I took a sip. Nope. Bad? Not bad. It just felt so wrong. Because of the autumn vibes? Yeah. I think it's because... you're not ready? It's because it's 97 degrees outside? Exactly. Because we're in LA. I was on my way to the beach, for goodness sake. Oh, yeah. For goodness sake. Like, I wasn't supposed to be drinking a pumpkin drink at the beach. Yeah. It made me feel awful. Wow, you're right. I actually completely get that. I, like, Like, truly couldn't drink it. No, I get it. Because I have such, like... Because coming from, like, the South, like, Tennessee, like... Mm -hmm. Our fall and autumn, like, talk about people dying for something. Like, yeah. people from that, like, section of America just, yeah. like, literally ride for fall so hard. Yeah, that's fall core. Like, it the is. riding boots and the big white yes. sweater and the infinity scarf. All of it. All yeah. of it. So, like, that's I have such hard. vivid memories of pumpkin spice lattes or whatever mm-hmm. in that specific season of life. Yeah. So, to have one... Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, in L.A., the mm-hmm. sun is shining, I'm mm. in a tank top, it's, like, we're at a bonfire on the beach. I was, like, this is so wrong. Yes. I, could, I truly couldn't finish it. I understand that. It was awful. I haven't had a pumpkin spice latte or, like, anything Starbucks pumpkin flavored in so long, but in high school, speaking of that season of life and that area of the United States, I used to come to school every single morning with a pumpkin spice latte and a pumpkin <laughs> cream cheese muffin. I have two things to say about that. Okay. One, didn't gain a pound. Uh, it's ridiculous. I miss high school. <laughs> Two, my stomach was fine. What is that about? <laughs> That's the crazy That's thing I think crazy. about April got me a matcha the other day. She went, I didn't remember if you had oat milk or regular milk, so I got you oat milk just to be safe. I said, great, because if you got me regular milk, we'd have to cancel our plans <laughs> for the day. <laughs> it's actually... <laughs> what done for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really bad. I know. I miss the past in that way. And it's also one of those things where now, mm-hmm. whenever I have stomach issues, I'm like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's just so not surprising. It's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. But then I, when we have friends, 
that still to this day don't have stomach issues. I'm like, okay, well, that's not fair. That's weird. That's messed up. I know. I feel like I've, it's almost like I'm answering now for years of abuse. Yeah. Uh, No, it is. That's exactly why our bodies are shutting down. Like when I was (laughs) in um, DC and in Vegas with my friend Maya, I was like, I just can't believe the amount that we used to drink. And it's like, I drank more in college but would be fine. Yeah. Versus now, I have one drink. First of all, fallen all over the place. <laughs> Second of all, I usually have to quit before I'm like particularly drunk because it's just a, it's scrambled eggs in there. Yeah. 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 One more thing on kombucha, by yeah. the way. Kombucha could have fixed me in Vegas. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is it's crazy the mindset I have towards kombucha <laughs> because it's like, I will have a day mm-hmm. of just like eating the worst things you could ever physically put in your body and I'm just like it's fine I'll have a kombucha yeah. <laughs> and I'm like in my mind I'm like that totally resets an entire day's right. worth of eating badly mm-hmm. and I think it does the ultimate eraser it literally erases the whole everything I don't have this much success with it but I'm really <laughs> glad that you do <laughs> I've just it's like I said it's mainly in my mind of me being like it's all fine I had a kombucha <laughs> that's fine seems to be true it I mean hmm. it makes me Feel good on the inside. Yeah. And on the outside. Yeah. So, so what is your Starbucks order? <laughs> oat milk latte? Oh, uh, I don't know. I have yeah. three. Oh, okay. Go for it. I have an iced matcha with oat milk. So good. I never get it and it's so good. It's a go-to. Uh, a lot of people hate the Starbucks matcha. Not me. Um, iced passion tea. Oh, yeah. Just totally plain, that. unsweetened, no lemonade. I used to love it with lemonade. Acid reflux now because mm-hmm. I'm a hag. Nice. Um... And then the last one is just like an iced Americano. I, uh, and I'm not, oh my gosh. Whoa. Hello. An iced Americano every once in a while hits. Kind of hits. Like no other. Like I had, the other day I went to a coffee shop to work. Mm-hmm. And like I'm this person, this is my problem mm-hmm. with food and drinks and all the things. We've had this conversation with before mm-hmm. where I'm addicted to the process or I'm addicted to like whatever it is to where I think like, okay, I just want to like go and have like an iced latte. And it's like, you don't want a latte right now yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, if, like, you're going to get an iced coffee right now, and you're going to regret it. Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, I've been trying to, like, whenever I have those moments, just get an iced Americano. Yeah. Because it just, like, it actually does the trick. You're, it like, does. sipping on something. You're refreshed. Mm-hmm. But it's not the whole milk situation of a latte. No, yeah. I find iced Americano to be a very utilitarian beverage. Mm-hmm. Like, if I need caffeine to get through the day, which is very rare... Uh, it's got to be a nice Americano, and I get a tall, and it takes me eight hours to drink it. It does. It takes so long to drink. <laughs> yes, which I like. Yeah. But also because I'm so sensitive to caffeine. Yeah. Like three sips in, I'll be buzzing. That's crazy. I have no idea. You don't. don't have that. Mm-hmm. No, you're like a huge Phil's cup drinker. Yeah. I that would. I had be... a huge Phil's today. That's crazy. If you wanted to, like, torture me, <laughs> you would, like, force feed me, like, a venti coffee. <laughs> I literally had a large fills today, and I'm sure the day is young. What time is it? Like 4 o'clock? Mm-hmm. I will have another coffee by the end of the day, 100%. Whoa. There's no way I don't. Whoa. I'm, like, looking forward to it. That's crazy. Sometimes <laughs> I mess up and have a Diet Coke after 5 p.m., and it, like, messes up my whole week. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't have mean. that. Yeah. <sighs> um, I have to share something with the pod. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Go ahead. I saw Jungkook. <laughs> Which Kika's seen him before, but 
She doesn't have... He didn't change her life the way he changed no, mine. No, yeah, it's so different. Like, because he... You walked past him at Coachella. He walked past me. He walked He walked past both of us. Look wow. at us. He's on the move. <laughs> He's got somewhere to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so little backstory in this on why it like, is such a big deal that just a human being, which, to be fair, human being, it's Jungkook. Like, <laughs> literally rules Korea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, he literally, I thought about this after the incident, which people listening that don't know about this are like, can you tell the story of what happened? But I'm going to backtrack. I'm sorry. <laughs> the reason why this is such a big deal is because, like, so much of my life would not exist if it wasn't for him. Like, you and I podcasting right now would not exist. Butterfly effect. If it wasn't for Jungkook. Because, let me explain. The reason I'm friends with, like, Lily, who introduced me to you. The reason I'm friends with Jess, who now me, Jess, and Lily live together. The reason I'm friends with Cam, who's moving in today. Like, Mm -hmm. all of it is because I got into K-pop. And the only thing that truly got me into K-pop was Jungkook. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because, like, the girls had showed me so many things and I just did not care. Yeah. Until the one video I saw of him and I was like, wait. This could be something. Yeah. And then I spiraled. And now, like, I still like B- BTS and I still love Jungkook. But I'm like, it's not even I'm obsessed with him anymore. I'm just obsessed with so many other people. Mm. But it's just the butterfly effect. It's so crazy. It like, is. he's literally, he's given me everything. Uh, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> oh, my god. Isn't that crazy? But anyway, so we were at dinner the other night in K-Town. Um, and we, um, yeah, we were at dinner, and I was just standing there on my little phone, and I looked up, and lo and behold, there he was. Mr. Mans was walking out with wow. a whole crew of people, by the way. Yeah. Um, they were they were a squad. Yeah, like, I'm sure he doesn't sure. ride solo at all ever. ever. <laughs> but he had so many people around him. But he was like leading the fucking tribe. And I was like, all right. <laughs> he does not strike me as an alpha. <laughs> that well, that's I like turn around, and he's like lead. He's front center of this group of people, and yeah. he's just like locks eyes with me, and I was huh. like. Oh, perfect. I was like, oh. So, I mean, in that moment, he clocked me because, like, I'm sure I looked. I'm sure you looked crazy. I'm sure I looked like I'd seen a ghost. Like, (laughs) because what? In what world is, am I looking at Jungkook? I can't imagine your expression I'm sure I looked absolutely bonkers. Because I've always said the only person that would truly starstruck me is him. Yeah. So the fact that I just saw him without expecting it, like, I can't imagine what I looked like. Like, I'm sure I just was flailing honestly like it's probably awful <laughs> i really can't imagine it and then against my own will mm-hmm. like a loser i literally he's walking <laughs> towards me he looks very inviting like he's not breaking eye contact yeah. like he's waiting for me to say hello yeah. you know what i mean yeah i just said hi jungkook <laughs> that's so you <laughs> literally all i said so was, you. hi jungkook and i put up a little hand and i waved <laughs> and then like as he's walking by he like bowed and like smiled and waved and like they continued on craziest moment of my life <laughs> afterwards i was like why did i do that <laughs> i mean now it's done and you have it for the rest of your life that's what i like afterwards i felt so embarrassed because i was like I, I, sh- okay. I should have not talked to him like what is wrong with me mm. and then i was just like i'm never gonna see him ever again yeah that's like i come on it was yeah. jungkook it is jungkook do you want to answer that oh no that's fine my okay. mom's calling she'll call me back okay Love um you, mom but yeah, it was a sweet moment. And then next day in a coffee shop, because mm-hmm. I've yet to like listen to his music, like look at his photos. Like I just haven't yeah. had the moment yet. Mm-hmm. I, me and Zadrian were in a coffee shop and Seven starts playing. Yeah. And I literally was about to start like crying, sobbing, yeah. all of it. I was like, I cannot do this right now. Too intense. And then you can't make this stuff up. Song ends and I'm like, okay, thank God we're safe. And then mm-hmm. we had to move tables to like a smaller table because mm-hmm. it was just the two of us. Yeah. Walk over, turn the corner, get jump scared 
because there was just two pages torn out of proof of Jungkook oh, laying yeah. on the floor. And I like see his face on the floor and I literally was like, he's everywhere. Yes. Like he won't let me live. Oh, Jungkook. It was really funny. Yeah. Anyway, love Jungkook. I think he was filming like a video or something probably. That's so. fun. It's exciting. And then he went back to Korea, he did. I've heard. And I've also heard rumors that he's going to be at the VMAs. So that would be slayful. I don't know why he would fly back to Korea in the middle, but and I guess if you're again, flying yeah. private, you can do anything. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Does he fly private? Private? He's gotta. You think so? Jungkook. I don't know. I think he's either flying private or he's doing like net jets and stuff. So like smaller planes, like mm. more luxury planes, because like I just don't think you could put him on a plane. Everyone has to walk past first class. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you got to put a bag over his head. Literally, <laughs> you got to put him in like the luggage hold. <laughs> it's just—it's not going to work. What a crazy life. Yeah, yeah, but I had to share that with our listeners. Obviously, mm. craziest thing that's ever happened to me ever. Yeah, he was my person that people were like the only person you would be truly wigged by, and I saw him. Yeah, so mm-hmm. can't be scalped any more than I am already. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Now I identify you with Mark. Yeah. If it's like one idol. Yeah. Hi, Lily. No. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Romanian best friend Lily is walking by behind us. Yes. And she's trying to be quiet, but... Which is fine. Yeah. But you exposed me. Yeah. Sorry. She, she got exposed. Um, do you identify me with an idol? Um... It's okay if not. No, not anymore. It oh. was um, Changbin, mm. but no, not anymore. Yeah. You've, you've jumped around. Yeah, I'm all over the place. You know. I'm just my own person, actually. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Good catch up. Yeah. We also had a whole KCON. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. We have. Oh, my God. I know. We haven't podcasted since, since K- KCON. Oh. Oh my god. It was good. Oh, that's all you want to say? We can maybe recap it next episode. Okay. We got a whole topic to jump into. I know. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so today, the topic we're going to be discussing, it's kind of like a double parter, but it's also, it all ties into like the same thing. Mm-hmm. So specifically jealousy. Mm-hmm. And then obviously jealousy really ties into and leads us into the larger conversation, which is... Self-acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got it? Not me. No! <laughs> Where do you... Let's start here. Where do you think you are on the scale of self, self-acceptance? Of self-acceptance? Yeah. Uh, what's the scale? Zero to ten. Let's just do zero to ten, and let's do, like, if you're not at the most you've ever been, then what was your most, and what are you at currently? Sure. Or, like... Yeah. Yeah, just whatever. I think probably, like, a three to four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I think my highest has been like a strong seven. Oh, yeah! Wow, gosh. Yeah. Okay. When do you? When were you a seven? Uh, definitely like college. Um, I knew you were gonna say something about college. I'm such a boomer. It's crazy. <laughs> you love college. I know. You just love to I'm romanticize. A yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Severe romanticizer. Because when I went back, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, the the embellishment of memory is a truly incredible thing. But um, in terms of, like, who I was as a person, yeah, 
probably like a seven or an eight even in like late high school to college just like always felt like very connected to other people very outgoing um, very funny and like true to my own personality and all of that Mm. um not now Mm. I don't really know why yeah I'm sure I could unpack it yeah and maybe we will. Yeah, maybe we will uh-huh. a little bit, but also uh, yeah. we don't have to do full yeah, we, yeah. session but, right now. But yeah, I think that's where I sit. I think self-acceptance, I'm sure people think of like body image first. And I mean, I'm a woman in the world. It's probably yeah. always going to sit around a clean zero. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> like, enough. Like it's not, mm, it's not worse now than it was before. Maybe it's a little better. Yeah. I think I have more positive, like there was a good chunk of time really all of my life where I could confidently say I'd never gone a day where I felt like I looked good in any way mm. um and I would say now at this point I've had a couple yeah yeah slay yeah okay your turn um I would say this is hard because I feel like I've been going through like the past a couple weeks have been hard. We've talked about it on the podcast. Um, But I don't necessarily think that that's like negative self-acceptance. So I'm trying to like give accurate numbers to be like, you know me, because I'm going to be like, everything's great all the time. But honestly, I think that probably the highest I've ever been is like an eight or a nine. (laughs) Slay. That's great. And then I would say right now I'm probably sitting at like a seven. Seven. Yeah. Low for you. Yeah. It fills me with concern. <laughs> Maybe a seven or eight. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels crazy to say that I'd be at like an eight. But like, That's I don't okay. know. We, like we've talked about this in the past. I like, whether it be the way I was raised, whether it be like faith things or whether it be just like my personality mm-hmm. and the way that I was made. I don't know. Like self-acceptance has always been something that naturally has just kind of been like not super difficult for me Mm -hmm. not in a way of I think I'm so amazing and so perfect and blah 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 blah. don't get me wrong like I'm fairly confident in myself and like Mm -hmm. I do mostly like what I've been given to work with but I don't know I think that maybe at a young age I was just surrounded by so many people Mm -hmm. that were very self-aware and Uh taught me a lot about self-acceptance at a young age to where I realized like, you know what, like this is what I'm working with. So it's like, I just got to figure out how to work with it and not despise it, you know? And I think the whole idea of this is what I'm working with is actually what acceptance is based on. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like in my head just right now, I'm splitting the ideas of confidence versus acceptance. Yeah. Like, I feel like confidence is like recognizing all the positive and being like, in certain ways I do slay, you know what I mean? Versus acceptance is like recognizing the, you know, quote unquote flaws or whatever it is that in a different world you would hope would be fixed or otherwise different and just being okay with that. Exactly. And so I feel like, I have to think about it on different scales, but I think that's why my self-acceptance is so low. I really struggle with, like, the things that I'm not good with, like, just being fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. No, I I don't think I could physically be. Yeah. God. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing, but I also think maybe a part of, like, me and my self-acceptance is I'm really good at, like, if 
oh god like this thought this is gonna sound so cringy but like just let it out it just is what it is i'm really good at like the whole basis of like if this thought doesn't serve me just like not thinking about it like at all Mm -hmm. and like i'm just i'm pretty good at like being able to just like not think about something that i'm like this gives me literally no value Mm -hmm. other than just stress or worry or whatever yeah so just kind of like throwing those away yeah Obviously, we're not all perfect at it, and that's way easier said than done. And mm-hmm. again, I'm not trying to be like, everyone needs to do this because it's easy. I'm very much yeah. being like, I think that I was just blessed and fortunate. This kind of my personality and the way my brain was wired. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, it's a lot of those things of like self-acceptance isn't being like, oh my God, everything about myself is perfect and amazing mm-hmm. and I couldn't be better. Mm-hmm. It's very much so recognizing these are my strengths and these are my flaws, yeah. but like some of them I'll work on for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And like whenever I fall short on working on those, like that's a bummer. Yeah. But then some of them just actually like aren't changeable. Yeah. I'm really bad at making this distinction. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about too. Like in terms of like getting rid of thoughts that like don't serve you, I feel like I'm very good about that with circumstances. Like yeah. I feel like anything could happen to me. And I would be fine. <laughs> For example, <laughs> whenever we were on the boys' tour. I mean, yeah, exactly. Whenever we were on the boys' tour. Mm-hmm. Two different times. First, first circumstance, Kika has left her phone <laughs> at the mall. We are in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> we have a concert to go to that night. We have flights to catch. Like four of them. We yeah. have so many things. Like there, Let me explain to you. There are so many reasons she absolutely has to have her phone like we could not do anything without her telephone like so many things Mm -hmm. we're in the car we realize the phone is gone and she goes you know what i've decided that this is fine (laughs) all of us are like it's absolutely not fine at all like what are you talking about then i appreciate everyone else for taking control in that moment like it was brie or lily that was like stop the car literally we were like yelling at our uber we were like turn around (laughs) and it was literally just sitting on like an outdoor step it was crazy yeah i'm grateful for that but yeah i just can't be bothered by (laughs) like actually it's not a big deal yeah it's gonna be it's gonna have to be fine if it's out of my power i'm good at recognizing that Yeah, yeah yeah in some cases yeah um, but if it's out of my power, then it's not going to bother me. Yeah. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? You know, like things like shows getting canceled or yeah. like things going wrong. Like I really feel like all you can do is just move on to the next thing. And to a fault, I'm like, don't dwell on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because when other people get frustrated about circumstances or things that are in the past, I feel like I really struggle to be empathetic. To yeah. It. Cause I'm like, let's go, let's move on. Yeah. Anyway, that's a flaw I've identified in myself. Um, if I feel like something mm-hmm. is within my control, oh, I will destroy myself about mm-hmm. it. Because I think anything with my personality in particular, or especially things like work ethic, um, I guess to an extent body image, or just like, I don't know, even like accomplishing tasks. If like I can't do it, then I'm like, that's a self-improvement failure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like something that needs to be addressed or fixed. Yeah. Um, and because I feel like it's within my power to fix it, it's, like, impossible for me to accept the idea of not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we've talked about this before mm-hmm. in terms of, like, getting older. Mm-hmm. I think that something I struggle with is just being, like, one day I won't be like this. Yeah. But not in a way of, like, beating myself up. Mm-hmm. In a way of maybe just, like, um, a little bit naive. Maybe a little bit, like, mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss type beat, you know? Like, I kind of am 
positively just like surely i'll have figured it out by then sure and it's like maybe in a few years that will crush me yeah but... well the thing is i think that's just bitten me in the ass so many times yeah it's like this will work itself out or like i'm sure yeah. i'll figure it out and then just not and i think it was like the cresting toward my 30s where i was like oh no like yeah things are getting set in stone yeah you know so weird. It is weird. And it's also, I mean, it's not true. Everything is changeable Every, at any that's time. That's what I was about to say. It feels so like everything's getting set in stone, but like at the end of the day, like almost anything, you can change yeah. it. You can figure it out. Like all things, we're, we're just so programmed to think about it in like polarization and it's not that. Yeah. Like it's not that everything's set in stone, but also not everything's going to work itself out without yeah. intervention. Yeah. Right? Totally. Mm. And that's the answer. It's all in the gray area. <laughs> it's all gray. <laughs> yeah. Most of it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll come back and touch on this more, but kind of weaving ourselves back to the beginning, mm. jealousy. Yeah. I Do you think you it. are a jealous person? This is exactly what I was going to ask Let's you. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yes. However, I really differentiate jealousy and envy. I don't know if these are the proper, um, definitions, but how I've always understood it is jealousy is like, I also want that thing for myself and envy is like, it should have been me. Yes. I agree. That's how I see it too. Okay, cool. I think that I am very rarely an envious person. Mm. Um, but I have a tendency to be pretty jealous for sure. Yeah. Like, especially with things with regards to like my personality. I've never said the word personality more in like a 30 minute period, but Mm -hmm. like, if there's things I'm trying to work on, and like you said, some things actually aren't changeable. So like it's not working, you know, and it yeah. seems to come to other people easily. Oh, I will rip out my hair about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Jealous person? Um, I think that um, it comes in waves. Yeah. Um, I feel like lately I've struggled with... Less jealousy, but maybe a little bit more comparison. Oh, the thief of joy. Yes, the thief of joy. The yeah. thief of everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. Comparison truly kills. Yeah. Um, but, well yeah, I was thinking about that actually at church last night because I've been kind of struggling with a bit of like, oh, I'm not as far along as I should be or mm-hmm. feeling like I thought life was going to look a little bit differently, this and that, mm-hmm. and a bit of just like comparing myself to other people's lives, which in inherently is causing me to have jealousy of being like I wish I was also had that job or I wish I also had that much money or I wish I also had those circumstances or whatever it might be so Mm -hmm. I think that it comes in waves and I think most of the time Mm -hmm. just in like friend relationships and things like that I can tend to not be super jealous Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I think whenever I get, like, wrapped up in these seasons of comparison, then, of course, I'm going to get jealous of everybody. Of course. everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Like, I want that, too. Do you imagine yourself being jealous in a relationship? Yes. God, me, too. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to be honest. So, I thought, I think, I can't remember what it was. And if I remember it, like, I'll obviously share it here. But there was a moment that happened the other day. Ooh. And I've, like, always kind of thought, like, I don't think I'd be super jealous in relationships. And then, like, we had said something or talked about something, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be really jealous. It sucks. It's not a good quality. I was like, wait, I think I'm going to really freak out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I've been asking everyone if they are at all non-monogamous. And not even just, like, in practice, but, like, would consider. Yeah. Because, oh, my God. No. I have to admire that. You have to be so secure. Yeah. In your relationships. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) 
could not be me. Could not be me. Yeah, I just... No, I think I get jealous for sure. Yeah, to me that totally reveals the fact that jealousy is a manifestation of insecurity and that's it, Mm. you know? Yeah. Like if you get right with yourself and get right in your relationships, there's no reason to be jealous. Yeah, I think so. I think that actually like now we're as we're talking about it, here's what I think it would be for me. I think that I would, as you said, like in the beginning, I'd be like pretty timid and afraid just because like I've never been in a serious relationship yeah so entering into a serious relationship with someone I actually really care about which I've also never really experienced before yeah I think I'd like definitely be like what the heck and like get jealous out of insecurity sure and then as I become confident in our relationship I think it would just turn into I would be very possessive I think it would be less jealousy and way more me just being really possessive yeah like I think that for and then that would be a whole season that I'd have to work through. Like I really, I like I'm just picturing. I'm this is so bad, but it's an easy example. Like I'm picturing this with like the other day, me, Jess, and Lily, my roommates, have been talking about. We're not serious. It's just like all light banter or whatever. Like getting a dog or mm-hmm. something like that. And I was like, yeah, I want a dog so bad. And I really had a thought. I was like, I could never get a dog if I have roommates. Because if I get the dog, mm-hmm. and then they try to, like, start hanging out with the dog... I get it. I'll freak out. That's yeah. my dog. I'll, get I'm, away from my dog. No, I get it. That's my dog. I have had this exact thought. I'm like, if I can't even think about sharing a dog... No, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine somebody trying to just, like, be friends and have a conversation with my boyfriend. I'd be like, what Don't are you do doing? That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Not really to that extent, but mm-hmm. I think there would be weird things that triggered me, and I'd be like, am I okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is all in jest, but really, I have always believed that, like, any insecurity you have will project itself onto your relationship, and Mm. it will cause problems. Yeah. Like, I think most people get into relationships or want to be in them as a way of, like... Fulfilling something. Negating their own insecurities. Right. Yeah. Just like like an affirmation robot, basically. 100%. That's not helpful to anyone, and it's not a nice thing to to do to your partner. Yeah, 100%. I've definitely had people who are, like, interested in me that I can see they're using me that way, and it is so dehumanizing. Yeah. Because it's like, this isn't about me, you know? It's just about you. Yeah. And that sucks. I'm not saying I'm only a victim of this. I've also been a perpetrator. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had uh, jealousy, like, ruin a friendship? That is a great question. Mm. Have you? Um, yes. Okay, go ahead. But I don't particularly want to share. You don't want to share on it. Because I don't want to be like... It's okay, don't worry about it. I don't want to try to play the victim. Oh, interesting. So, I'm just going to say yes. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah. Jealousy over what? Can I ask that? Um, I just think because of, like, the things that I've already stated in this podcast of, like... Me just being a confident, self-accepting person, yeah. I think that it can be hard for people to oh, not I understand think that what like, you're saying. You know what I mean? Sure. So not your jealousy necessarily. No, yeah. I can see why you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do understand. Yeah. And I can picture it. And I think anyone who knows you can, can picture that. It's not your fault. Yeah. But like I said, I mean... That's not so different from what I just said. Like, any insecurity you have will project itself onto yeah. your relationship and ruin 100%. it. 100%. It's a bummer. Um, I think I'm going to talk about being part of the alphabet mafia real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the LGBTQ plus. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think that as a woman who is into women, I was just talking about this with Maya. Like, 
I'm sure for some gay women, they really think of their platonic and romantic relationships very, very separately. Mm. To me, I do not. Mm. Like, I consider any romantic interest I have, or this is how it has been historically, is like a more beautiful, more expansive platonic friendship to me. Like, it's that plus one step further. Mm, okay. Or ten steps further, yeah. you know? And so, I think I've definitely gotten it confused sometimes. Definitely more so when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, not like a child, but, you know, like high school through college aged. Yeah. Um, but I also think that it's like, you know, we admire people. A lot of times we form friendships with people we admire. Um, I've like formed not formal, serious relationships, but like intimate relationships with people that I admire. And jealousy is like a poison Mm. in that. Yeah. So I think there's people that I've really loved and respected and been really close friends with. And then I can't untangle that with my jealousy. Mm. Like I think jealousy can sometimes be a form of admiration. Yeah. Or they get lost in each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I've had a couple of circumstances where I've had like a friend that I felt like I really like loved and wanted to spend time with. But then on some level I just like hate them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think we all have that. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's not a good friendship. Yeah, it's just not. No. It's just not a thing. Yeah. You got to see the flaws in people. Some good advice I got was to not date someone that you think is cooler than you. That is great advice. It's fantastic advice. It is really good advice. For all the reasons I just said, but also like I think you can admire someone, think they are amazing, but you have to kind of equal them out with your own positives. 100%, yeah. Or you've got a power dynamic that doesn't work. Yeah, 100%. I think that, like, going on to what you were just saying a second ago, I think that that can apply to, like, even just friendships as well, not relationships. Mm -hmm. And it also just ties in back to self-acceptance. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that it's really, like, interesting how in our brains, and it's really gross and sick but like we all do it it's like we almost without even like realizing whenever we meet something we instantly we meet someone not something mm-hmm. when we meet someone we instantly rank them like without yeah. even trying we're uh, like yeah. okay you're cooler than me yeah you're just as cool as me or i'm cooler than you comparison and if you look at people we, like it's interesting because most people have this pattern where they always befriend people that they think they're cooler than mm. or they befriend people that they're same level or they only try to hang out with people that's cooler than them. If you could see my face right now, <laughs> like, my mind just blew because that is so It's true. True. Where do you think you fall on that? Super candidly. Candidly, I think that I tend to Oh, I'm I'm a victim to all three. Mm. I really am. I think that most of the time I kind of land in either the lesser than I feel like I'm trying to like, like I want to be the cool one. Wow. Which is gross to say, yeah. but like it's true because I, like I remember for example, for whenever I was on the golf team in middle school, mm-hmm. um, I was the best player on our team, but not because I was really good. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a small team and yeah. like there weren't many girls who golfed and like Nobody was really very good. So yeah. I just happened to be the best one. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't super great. It was just what it was. What it was. Mm-hmm. But the way that that works, whenever we would compete with other schools, I would get put against the other girls on the team that were, like, the best ones on the team. Yeah. And then it would crush me. Like, I would – I played terrible. I had a terrible season because mm-hmm. every time I knew that these girls were better than me. And not that, like, 
that's a terrible comparison to real life relationships because no one is better than anyone and we are all of yeah, equal value. Yeah, but the perception is what matters. But that perception of yeah. like, oh, these people are cooler than me. Like, I don't want to like. Yeah. And it's because, I, I don't know, I feel like less than of like, oh, I want to be like, I want to feel like these people are less cool than me so like I can whatever. It's just like, I just want to not have to try to put on a face ever. Yeah. Like, so... Rather than, like, oh, I want to, like, be the cool one. It's more of just, like, I just want to be around people that make me feel comfortable mm. to be any type of person I want. Yeah. So, the second I get in a room with people where I'm, like, I feel like I have to, like, you don't try to be, like, the coolest version of myself, yeah. then I'm, like, are we all just playing a cool contest right now? Yeah. Like, that's not fun. In mm. L.A., that's everywhere. Yeah. And the world is everywhere, but mm. in L.A., mm. every room is a full of people trying to be the coolest person there. Yeah. That's life. But... Yeah. Yeah. Gross. What about you? Uh, definitely the opposite. Mm. I am only befriending people that I think are cooler than me. Whoa. Yeah. I hope that they take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. When I said mine, I'm like, that isn't like a gorilla. Oh, no. You have to apologize to all of your friends. <laughs> I'm like, to all my friends right now, I think you are all so amazing and I would not be friends with you if I did not find value in you and think you are amazing and beautiful and perfect. Please do not think that I think that I'm like the coolest one in our friend group. That is so far from the truth. I literally was just thinking thinking of like our group of friends specifically listening and being like Katie thinks she's the coolest one and that's just not true at all so I did not clock that well. okay thank well, god you got a round of apologies today thank god just I'm like you so have a round sorry. of apologies from the last episode I've gotten like 10 texts that what were did like I do? that were like why does Katie think that 30 is old <laughs> what did I say that when we were talking about would you date someone who's older than you oh that's not because I think that 30 is old mm-hmm. it's just it just feels weird and icky it's not better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's in no way because I think 30 is old. Okay. Because right. I am all about 30 is young. Oh, I love that. Like, I'm going to be a slayer when my 30s. This I, is your restitution right now. Exactly. I'm like, as we all should be. 30 yeah. is like, we're still killing it. We've still have much, so much life in our 30s. Yeah. It was more so me being like, I still feel like in my, not in like my brain, but in like my circumstances of life, uh-huh. I still feel so young, mm-hmm. like financially like where I'm at in my career, where mm-hmm. I'm at with like whatever else, that it's like if I dated someone in their 30s who hopefully has their career laid out for them, mm-hmm. has whatever else, like has a little bit of an idea farther than I do, I think that would freak me out. So it's all about where you're at in life. It's a good explanation. It's all about where you're at in life, What, not what the actual number is. Yeah. I'm not going to dig into it more, but I don't think 30 is old. That is not what I meant to say on the last podcast. This is Katie's... um. Notes app apology for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm reading it right now. It's <laughs> um, Okay. Rolling it back. Yes, I only befriend people that I Damn, think I've that. already had my first scandal. I know. Damn. Wow. I already misspoke on the podcast. It's okay. I'm worried about what I just said. People are going to think that I'm only friends no. with them because no. I think they suck. <laughs> that's not true. No. I think anyone who like really knows you and is your friend knows that's not true. You're very... you. No one compliments me more. I must say that. <sighs> Yeah, well, that's so sweet. <laughs> it's just true. Thank you. Um, you know what you're good at, and I swear to God, we'll get back to the point. Okay. Uh, is like if I have made an intentional effort on something, I feel like you always pluck it out. You know? Yeah. Because um, it needs to be said. No, oh, that's sweet. Oh, but you also normally just slay, so I have to talk about it. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Um, on befriending people, I think that are cooler than me. I think part of this is innocent, and I mean. You could call this innocent or not. But if – I wouldn't say that 
the people that are, quote, less cool than me that I'm not befriending, it's because I think that they're not as good as me. It's that typically I find them uninteresting yeah. or rude or yeah. usually just uninteresting is the, is the yeah. crushing blow here. I cannot <laughs> even pretend. Like, I just... My eyes be glazing over, like I'm on my phone. Oh my god, that's so true. I'm thinking about Brie whenever she was telling us about that date she went on, and she was like, the guy was so boring. Yes. I just, I can't handle boring people. I got you. Like, and I think a lot of things about myself, but I don't think I'm boring. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, no, I just can't do it. I also, like, really take my friends as a reflection of myself. Mm. Like, I... I mean, I think anyone who hears the way that I talk about my friends, especially the friends I've had for a super long time, is, like, not surprised by this. Because yeah. I think that they hold the world up, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, hung the moon. Yeah. I'm just obsessed with them. So, yeah. I think it's... I try to think of that as a reflection of myself. I think all of my friends are, like, freakishly beautiful. And I've gotten that feedback before. They're like, why do you have such gorgeous friends? And I'm like... It's just the, it's the energy I bring. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's yeah. just me. Uh, yeah. But I think that was a good point. Yeah. Um, we are 45 minutes deep. Oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I kind of love that we didn't spend too much time on body stuff. Yeah, me As too. two people that are not fully liberated in that way, I actually yeah. don't think it's productive. Yeah, it's not. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Talk in circles about how we don't really love our bodies. Well, <laughs> we can't give you advice. Exactly. You. <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> figure it out. I don't know. I haven't, if you figure it out, let me know. Yeah, you start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then drop the link. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, I really liked that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I learned something about you. Yeah. I mean, we learned a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know everyone's take on this, so, yeah. you know. Let us know. Yeah. Drop a comment. Text us. No one texted me that they were offended, so, first of all, <laughs> we're fine. My friends are older. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, I don't think you're old. I love yeah. you. Also, we got a lot of good feedback. Everyone is very interested in the financial piece of our conversation, and I really thought that we would get a lot more, and I said this on the pod when we were recording, a lot of people being like, love is love, money means nothing. No. Oh, yeah. So wait, so were they were agreeing with us? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like whenever we broke it down to our friends yeah. at dinner that yeah. night, they were not agreeing with us. Really? I remember? don't really remember, honestly. Yeah. Whenever we told like Cam and Mal and Shannon, they mm-hmm. were like, I don't care. And I was like, why not? <laughs> I talked more to Cam about it and she was like, one thing I will never, ever, ever do is share a bank account with someone. Just That's be- crazy. Just wow. because of like the implicit control it can give them over your life. Yeah. So that's a good reason. That is crazy. What I've kind of landed on after talking about it with Maya is that anything can work as long as you are both enthusiastic participants. In that's that so model. true. True that's of true. most things. All right. Ugh. All right. I'm dragging it out. Okay. We got to go. Um, thanks for listening. You're listening so you know where to listen to us. So keep doing it. Follow us. It's in the show notes. Thank you to Serena for putting these up. Thank you, Serena. Love you. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.